title of my message today is You Are Special. And I'll get on to where I get that title from in just a second. But I want you to, I brought my phone, I don't normally do this, I brought my phone onto stage. I want you to do something, I'm going to let you be a bit naughty. Can everybody, if you've got a mobile phone, get your phone out for me? I'm going to actually get you to do something really tricky, is that okay? So I'm going to get the hard thing done straight away, out, out of the way at the beginning of my message, and then you can all relax and we can move on. But I'm going to talk you through this, okay? We're going to do something really difficult collectively. So if you haven't got a phone, if you're a child and you haven't got a phone, sit next to a parent who has. If you haven't got a smartphone, um, maybe if you literally haven't got a smartphone just with a camera, because that's what I'm going to ask you to do next. Just look at your phone screen. Maybe there's a bit of reflection on that. But anyway, so what I'm going to do is ask you to open up your camera app on your phone. You can share with a, a child sat next to you if you want. So this is everybody, adults as well. Because I want you to all understand that we're not just here to talk to children, although a lot of our content today is directed to help children. I really want to address the adults in the room right now, as well as the children. So you've got your camera app. I've got my camera currently looking at you. Now, what I want you to do, we're not going to change the lighting. We're not going to get a selfie light in here. We're not going to put any filters on, no makeup allowed. I now want you to do the hardest thing you're going to do all day. Can you put it on your selfie cam? Oh, hello. So what I want you to, because we could have passed the mirror around everybody, but I just thought as a quick way of doing this, we're all going to look at ourselves in the mirror. Just do a quick selfie. I've never done this before, but just a quick selfie. So I want you to have a look. So have a look at your hair um, or non-hair. So what I've got into the habit of doing, I've noticed I've got a lot more gray hairs. So I've started to like pluck them out. It's a bit weird, but anyway. I, I've noticed under this light, my, the, the, the bags under my eyes are really quite pronounced. Have a look closer. No filters. None of that sort of like make you look really pretty filter. I want you to look at yourself as you are right now. You can fix your hair if you want to. Just, you know, touch your powder your nose if you want to. But the question I've got for you is what do you see? What do you see? Is anybody like quite proud of what they see? Is anybody 100% confident and comfortable with how they look today? What about your outfit? What about your shoes? What about the earwax in your ears or the snot up your nose? And are your, eyebrow, are your eyebrow hairs all in the right place? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Are we all, are we all, are we all, we're going to have some therapy now and some counseling to go through this. Are we all happy? You can put your phones down now, put them away. Question is, what do you see when you look in the mirror? How do you feel? I think back to when I was a teenager, and I had a relationship with a mirror that was, at times, <laughs> I did. I think I've carried that on, this vanity, I've carried it on. But, you know, as a teenager, you just learn, as a, as a young man, you learn to shave. And, you know, I'd, I'd hate it if I, like, nicked my, and I'd cut myself, and I'd be like, oh, no. Or, you know, dare I say it, spots appear or you're having a bad hair day. How do you feel when you look at yourself in the mirror? I'm being serious right now, although I've tried to do it in a slightly tongue-in-cheek way. I remember back to my teenage years. I would actually miss lessons if I didn't... I'd, I'd, sorry, Mom. Because <laughs> at, at sixth form college, you could do that. You could turn up and you can kind of just skive a little bit inside the college. Teachers wouldn't know. Don't do that. I probably shouldn't say that. this is an all-in service. Nobody listen to me right now. Okay. But the reason I say that is because I was, I, I struggled at times, not all the time, 
with how I looked so I'd hide away so that others wouldn't see. You might relate to me. It might just be me, but you might be able to relate to that at times where you've just not felt good about yourself. It might not be how you look. It might be something somebody has said or perhaps more to the point, things you've said about yourself. I'm going to own up. I failed my driving test three times. I kept going. But for a period of time, I was, in my eyes, a failure. And I would label myself failed. Or I would label myself ugly. Or I would label, this is, and I have to be careful because I say this quite often even now. I would call myself, if I make a mistake or do something silly, drop something, bang my head, I call myself, and this is wrong, never do this, I call myself an idiot. I label myself, I look in the mirror, or I look in the rear view mirror of my car, and I label myself with, a, with things that I shouldn't. That isn't even getting to when people label us themselves. In school, people bully others. They give labels to other people without any authority, without any reason. I... Um, occasionally go running and sometimes I don't know if it's the style of running I I occupy how I run but every now and then it's often not to stereotype but it's often a white van I get a big loud honk coming from behind frightens the life out of me because I'm running on a main road and I'm you know I'm two miles three miles into a, a big exercise and then they just shout an offensive word out the window to me they don't know me but that can sometimes stick to me, and I feel like I am what they told me I am, but they have no right, no authority, they do not even know me. You might feel the same when things go wrong in your life, when somebody says a harsh word to you, and it's not even people we don't know, because our family, those closest to us, they know us the best, they, off, they love us the best, but every now and then, a family member close to us can say something that really leaves a mark. So it's not just random people in the street. We can get labeled. We can get marks. And I don't know why I hit myself. <laughs> I think I was trying to leave an actual mark. But I don't, you don't, I don't need to leave a mark to kind of visually tell you that you've got marks. You're marked. Because life throws things at us. So we've had a look at the mirror. We've had a look at our selfie cam. We know the title, You Are Special. Now, you're thinking, adults, this is an all-in service, so I can chill now. I can kind of, I don't need to listen to this because this is going to be basic stuff. And I'm going to read a story. I'm going to read a children's story to you. Now, adults, I don't want you to just think this is childish. I want you to hopefully take the simplicity of this message and make it super easy to apply to your adult life. I also hope the children will get a lot from this as well. Now, I'm going to read a story. I've actually done this before, but not the exact same story. I've read a story before from this stage during an all-in service by an author called Max Lucado. Lucado. Um, and I think there's a number of books in this series. I've read one previously. I'm going to read another one today. I really enjoyed it when I did it a few years ago, and I got good feedback, so hopefully it'll go well again today. But there's something special about this book because this book was handed to me by my dad, and uh, as were the other books that I've read in this series. And, I, and he was, in my opinion, you know, the greatest kids worker out there. He was a brilliant Sunday school 
kids' church, primary school teacher. So I feel like I just, lo- I just love to kind of just for a moment bring alive just that message, that baton that he passed to me. But this story, if you listen to it, it can and could and would, should change your life. Because it's not the Bible, that goes without saying, but it is inspired by the Bible. And then after that, I'll share a few more words and I've got a response, an activity that we can all do together. So this book is called You Are Special by Max Lucado, an American author, pastor, and preacher. And I'm going to ask for a bottle of water at this point because I can already feel parched. So while you're getting yourself comfortable, I am going to read from top to bottom, thanks Paul, a story called You Are Special. So everybody sat comfortably. Kids, Switch your listening ears on. Adults, you need to do it even more because we switch off probably far easier than kids. If, you were, if you've seen me do this before, you might be familiar with the characters. They're the same characters in this book um, as to the ones um, I read previously. So there's going to be some images on screen that will appear as I read, hopefully. So here we go. Story time with Ben. Are you sitting comfortably? I'm on a swivel chair. This could be fun. The Wemmicks. The Wemmicks. So these are the people. Thanks, Paul. Oh, perfect. There we go. The Wemmicks were small wooden people. All of the wooden people were carved by a woodworker named Eli. His workshop sat on a hill overlooking their village. Each Wemmick was different. Some had big noses, others had large eyes, some were tall and others were short, some wore hats, others wore coats, but all were made by the same carver and all lived in the village. All day, every day, the Wemmicks did the same thing. They gave each other stickers. Each Wemmick had a box of golden star stickers and a box of gray dot stickers. And up and down the streets, all over the city, people spent their days sticking stars or dots on one another. The pretty ones, those with smooth wood and fine paint, they always got stars. But if the wood was rough or the paint chipped, the Wemmicks gave The talented ones got stars too. Some could lift big sticks high above their heads or jump over tall boxes. Still others knew big words or could sing pretty songs. Everyone gave them stars. Some Wemmicks had stars all over them. Every time they got a star, it made them feel so good. It made them want to do something else to get another star. Others, though could do little. They got dots. Punchinello was one of these. He tried to jump high like the others, but he always fell. And when he fell, the others would gather around and give him dots. Sometimes when he fell, his wood got scratched, so the people would give him more dots. Then, when he would try to explain why he fell, he would say something silly, and the Wemmicks would give him more dots. After a while, He had so many dots that he didn't want to go outside. He was afraid he would do something dumb, such as forget his hat or step in the water, and then people would give him another dot. In fact, 
He had so many gray dots that some people would come up and give him one for no reason at all. He deserves lots of dots, the wooden people would agree with one another. He's not a good wooden person. After a while, Punchinello believed them. I'm not a good Wemmick, he would say. The few times he went outside, he hung around other Wemmicks who had lots of dots. He felt better around them. One day, he met a Wemmick who was unlike any he'd ever met. She had no dots or stars. She was just wooden. Her name was Lucia. It wasn't that people didn't try to give her stickers. It's just that the stickers didn't stick. Some of the Wemmicks admired Lucia for having no dots, so they would run up and give her a star, but it would fall off. Others would look down on her for having no stars, so they would give her a dot, but it wouldn't stay either. <sighs> That's the way I want to be, thought Punchinello. I don't want anyone's marks. So he asked the stickerless Wemmick how she did it. It's easy, Lucia replied. Every day, I go see Eli. Eli? Yes, Eli, the woodcarver. I sit in his workshop with him. Why? Why don't you go find out for yourself? Go up the hill. He's there. And with that, the Wemmick, who had no stickers, turned and skipped away. But will he want to see me? Punchinella cried out. Lucia didn't hear. So Punchinella went home. He sat near a window and watched the wooden people as they scurried around, giving each other stars and dots. It's not right, he muttered to himself. And he decided to go to see Eli. He walked up the narrow path to the top of the hill and stepped into the big shop. His wooden eyes widened at the size of everything. The stool was as tall as he was. He had no... He had to stretch on his tiptoes to see the top of the workbench. A hammer was as long as his arm. Punchinello swallowed hard. I'm not staying here. He turned to leave. Then he heard his name, Punchinello. Oh, Punchinello. The voice was deep and strong. Punchinello stopped. Good to see you, Punchinello. How good to see you. Come and let me have a look at you. Punchinello turned slowly and looked at the large bearded craftsman. You know my name? The little Wemmick asked. Of course I do. I made you. Eli stooped down and picked him up and set him on the bench. Hmm. The maker spoke thoughtfully as he looked at the gray dots. Looks like you've been given some bad marks. I didn't mean to, Eli. I, I, I tried really hard. Oh, you don't have to defend yourself to me, child. I don't care what other Wemmicks think. You don't? No, and neither should you. Who are they to give stars or dots? They're Wemmicks, just like you. What they think doesn't matter, Punchinello. All that matters is what I think. And I think that you are pretty special. Punchinello laughed. Me? Special? Why? I can't walk fast. I can't jump. My paint is peeling. Why do I matter to you? Eli looked at Punchinello, put his hands on those small shoulders, 
and spoke very slowly, because you are mine. That's why you matter to me. Punchinello had never had anyone look at him like this, much less his maker. He didn't know what to say. Every day, I've been hoping you'd come, Eli explained. I came because I met someone who had no marks, said Punchinello. I know, she told me all about you. Why don't the stickers stay on her? The maker spoke softly because she has decided that what I think is more important than what they think. The stickers only stick if you let them. What? The stickers only stick if they matter to you. The more you trust my love, the less you care about their stickers. I'm not sure I understand. Eli smiled. You will, but it will take time. You've got a lot of marks. For now, just come see me every day. And let me remind you how much I care. Eli lifted Punchinello off the bench and set him on the ground. Remember, Eli said as the Wemmick walked out of the door. You are special because I made you. And I don't make mistakes. Punchinello didn't stop. But in his heart, he thought, I think he really means it. And when he did, a dot fell to the ground. The end. You are special by Punchinello. <laughs> by Max Lucado, not Punchinello. <laughs> wow, what a great story. And does anyone else feel like a Wemmick that people in this world just give you stats? They give you gold stars when you do well. Grades, GCSEs, A-levels, degrees. You get marked on your work performance. You get stars, and we all want more. We want affirmation. We want likes on our social media pages. But we also get dots. We get criticism. We get feedback from our boss. We get um, a mental kind of gymnastics that we go through when we do something wrong, that we, we give ourselves dots. We look at the mirror and we say, I don't like that, don't like that, don't like that. And we lose focus of all the good things about ourselves. We're like Wemmicks. We're like Punchinello. So for those that will hopefully listen to the story, if we're like Wemmicks, if we're Punchinello, can anyone tell me you can shout out? How do I phrase? I need to ask the question. So I don't give you the answer in the question. Who is like Eli, the woodmaker? If we're the Wemmicks, who is Eli like? Anyone want to have a guess? God. You can say it with confidence. Say it again. God, you're right. Have a gold star. No, no. You don't need a star. You don't need it. You're right, though. And here's some scriptures. Here's some Bible. Um, Genesis 1:27 says this. God created human beings in his image. In the image of God, he created them. He created them male and female. God is our creator. God is our Eli. God is our woodcarver. He is our maker. 
And then in Ephesians 2, verse 10, it says, for we, so you're not just made by God, get this, guys, we are God's masterpiece. Woo! He has created us anew in Christ so we can do good things he has planned for us long ago. And I like this version of a, of a, of a scripture that Steph read yesterday. <laughs> yes, well, she probably read it yesterday. I don't know. But she read it on the stage last Sunday when she spoke. This is the International Children's Bible. Psalm 139, verse 13 says, You made my whole being. You formed me in my mother's body. I praise you because you made me in an amazing and wonderful way. What you have done is wonderful. I know this very well. You saw my bones being formed as I took shape in my mother's womb. When I was put together there, you saw my body as it was formed. All the days planned for me were written in your book before I was one day old. You are special. You are made. And God, your creator, does not make mistakes. He made you, therefore he loves you. You are his, therefore he loves you. No other criteria required. He made you. So he loves you. Look what happened. I'm going to read a, a, a quote from, I'm going to read three quotes from the book that I've just read. Look what happened when Punchinello goes to see Eli. Or phrase it a little bit like this. Look what could happen when you go to see God. Eli stooped down and picked him up and sat him on the bench. Hmm. The maker spoke thoughtfully as he looked at the gray dots. Looks like you've been given some bad marks. I didn't mean to, Eli. I really tried hard. God. Oh, you don't have to defend yourself to me, child. I don't care what the other Wemmicks think. You don't? No, and you shouldn't either. Who are they to give you stars or dots? They're Wemmicks just like you. What they think doesn't matter, Punchinello. All that matters is what I think. And I think you are pretty special. He doesn't see your spots or your bad hair day. He doesn't see your double chins or he doesn't see whatever you see when you look at yourself in the mirror. He sees the beauty, the wonder, the amazing things that he made and he is delighted in who and what he crafted. He doesn't see your mistakes and failures. He sees all the potential and all the future and all the wonderful things in you. No matter what you say about yourself, no matter what others say or think or do to you, he loves you because you are special but I can see what you're thinking you're thinking like Punchinello you're thinking okay I believe that I've seen the mirror Johnny told me at the beginning I'm special I'm the unique I'm the only one of me but what about these dots I'm doing the hacker what about these dots all over me well let me read you a quote from the book again imagine God Saying this to you, Eli smiled. You will, but it would take time. This is after he doesn't understand like you and me. We don't understand. What about these dots? You've got a lot of marks for now. Just come and see me every day and let me remind you how much I care. Eli lifted Punchinello off the bench and set him on the ground. Remember. Eli said as the, the Wemmick walked out the door, you are special because I made 
you and I don't make mistakes. Punchinello didn't stop, but in his heart he thought, I think he really means it. And when he did, a dart fell to the ground. The application to this message, and I'm nearly done, is super duper simple. But it's so profound that if you don't do it, you'll have a problem. But if you do do it, all your problems will come into context and there'll be, it, there may not be an immediate solution to your problems, but there'll be a bigger plan moving forward. And that is to keep going to your maker. Enjoy being with God. Enjoy spending time with God. Come to God every day in prayer, worship, Bible reading, silence, solitude, moments of reflection when you're out in the great outdoors. Come to God when you're making a cup of tea. Come to God when you're in the shower. Come to God when you're sat on the toilet, when you're driving your car. Come to God when you're in church. Come to God when you're at home and you're at work. Come to God on your lunch break. Come to God at the end of the day. Come to God every day. And the more and more you do it, the more the dots will fall off. They lose their stickiness. Spend time with your maker. We're going to do that just now. Should we get to our feet? I'm actually going to get you to do something very practical now. Harry's helping me out. I'm going to pray twice. First at the beginning of this practical thing, and then secondly at the end of this practical thing. On the screen, I think Joe's going to put on some words, because you might be thinking, well, I've been given these dots. Idiot, loser, failure, broken mess, whatever it might be. What does God tell you about you? Here are, here are just some. Here are just a few loved, chosen. This is you, by the way. Get your selfie camera out and say, this is me, precious, masterpiece, treasured, wonderful, cherished, valuable, holy, beautiful, handsome, Strong. I just feel like the emoji strong. You are brave, clever, forgiven. And I'm going to pray now. And I'm going to get you to move off your seat. Everyone, every single one of you, please, if you're able to. If you're not able to move, someone will help you. But I want you to pray. I'm going to pray. God, I'm going to come to you right now like I'm coming to your workshop. God, give me a word for me. God, I want something that's specific for me. And to help you, I've written some words on some post-it notes. What I want you to do, while Tim and, and perhaps we just have some background music, I want you to get from your seat, come and take a sticky note, a heart, and stick it to yourself. And then come back to your seat. So do you all understand? I'm going to pray really quickly that God will help us find the right one, the one we need right now. Dear God, I pray in this moment, as we come to your workshop and we come to our maker, our loving Father, whatever we have been going through this day, this week, this lifetime, Lord God, would you come and speak to us individually and directly to the children, the young people, all adults. I pray that you would speak a tender word of love 
to each and every one of us. Amen. So the band is just going to play a little bit of music. We don't need to rush this moment, but everybody just get out of your seat and just find a word. Find one you like, stick it to you like a sticker. Stick a heart to you, and then when you come back, we're going to pray to close. So there's some stickers at the front here, stickers at the front there. There's some at the back behind you. There's some um, by the entrance over there. So imagine you're about to receive communion if you've done that before with us in the same sort of locations as those tables. Pass them round. Give somebody a kind word. If they're not able to get out of their seat, bring them one back. Everybody hopefully now is receiving a word of affirmation. When you've got yours, come back to your seat. Stay standing because we're going to sing. I never envisaged how long this would take, but that's cool. There's no rush. We've got plenty of time. It's all good. your badge with pride I notice one or two peoples have fallen off that's not to do with God that's just to do with I don't know the heat humidity that's just sticky notes don't always stay sticky second time round but it's nice to see most peoples are sticking you've got a heart you've got reason to be smiling today have all, the ch- have all the children got a badge have you all got a sticker children give me a wave if you haven't got a sticker In just a moment, we're going to sing and we're going to give thanks. But I just want to pray to close this moment off. When everyone is ready. Okay. Let's all stand to our feet and let's all give thanks. Father, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for the children, for the adults, for the families in this room. We pray right now, God, for anybody that has been carrying dots of negativity, of criticism, of diagnoses, of of their own um, self-critique, their own feedback from a boss, their own words of discouragement from somebody else. Whatever people are carrying right now, would those dots begin to fall? And would people begin to believe the word that they've got written on their heart? And would they come to you, Jesus, come to you, Father, every day? And in that process, they would receive your love. In the name of Jesus. Amen.